0: Hello, and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Cañas. And today I have with me, Mateus Riolfi, co-founder and CEO at Tint. Mateus, uh, thank you for, for for joining me today. How's it going? Hi
1: hi Tony, everything's going well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Awesome, awesome,
0: awesome. And, and, and we, we just before we started recording, we were chatting about, you are originally from Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, so Portuguese speaker originally. Uh, yes. And uh, you've been in in San Francisco for for a few years, and you're in San Francisco right now. Uh, so so, how 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 are you doing in San Francisco in December? Probably beautiful compared to the rest of the of the country, which is uh, cold by December.
1: Yeah, I think everything is is fine here. It's surprisingly like colder than I remember. So we having temperature in the thirties and forties uh the last few days. But definitely, it is it is a, it's, it's a great place as usual. Sunny, beautiful, um, yeah, with a lot going on. Awesome, awesome. And, and uh,
0: so we we all always give the guests the chance to give the elevator pitch. So w- mm-hmm. what
1: is Tint? So Tint, uh, we are in the embedded insurance space. So we work with tech platforms to help them create their own embedded insurance products. And we provide everything they need from all the software and the core systems to compliance, back office, licensing. And finally, we provide them access to capacity. So we work with you no know, carriers and other kind of innovative uh, risk transfer mechanisms to make sure that if the company wants to transfer the risk, they will find the right partner for it. Okay, so, so for, for any sort of
0: of uh, of platforms basically
1: yes we we work we are a horizontal or or vertical agnostic platform within the pnc world so we don't work with life and health but within pnc uh we we have customers in like at least 10 different use cases so one of those examples uh it's a company called neighbor uh, which is like no, anderson horitz back startup they are like airbnb for storage so they help people and uh, no, start things in, in 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 uh houses that have um available space and we help neighbor create their what's called um neighbor protection where you know, if there's any damage to any of the kind of stored items the person can um, buy insurance or buy protection for it and then we will um will help like neighbor operate the entire uh, program okay
0: so 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 basically for 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 platforms At the beginning, when when they, they realize that that they should offer insurance protection, they probably attempted on on their own, uh, and, and or at least look at doing it on their own, and then they realize that it's incredibly messy, incredibly regulated, uh, and and at that point, I'm, I'm guessing they basically come running.
1: That's that's a fair statement. Um, so my background is that I I uh, was one of the early employees of Turo um and uh, both my co-founder and i actually and we joined the company in 2014 when you know, it, it was like about 15 people um and when we left four years later it was over 400 and, and it was like a multi-billion dollar uh, business so we've seen like how much of the pain of Turo running you know, Turo eventually create a lot of its insurance stack in-house but that happened over many years and it was a very painful process so Uh, we you know both my co-founder and i saw how hard it was we we saw the two sides of the same coin right first the opportunity how a tech company from san francisco was now quietly becoming an insurer behind the scenes and even though they they will never admit that publicly uh, and then we also saw how um it was very hard as i mentioned without having the, the right um uh, team, the right systems, the right knowledge of the market. Um, so that's what in a way would inspire us to get out and start tints to make sure that all the other tech platforms, and there are like you know hundreds or thousands of them going through the same journey now, that they would have a better way to do this than than we had when we were at uh at Turo.
0: And the, the compliance piece, especially, is is a nightmare with with 50 states regulating insurance in, in different ways, right? Uh, Touros is, is a great example, right? R- renting a, a car when visiting San Francisco, uh, the insurance that you need to offer me is is potentially very different from renting it here in, in Atlanta, Georgia, where 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 I
1: where I live. And and you need to seamlessly manage all of that. That's right, and you know, not only manage right. The first part is to understand the different complexities and choose the right models. So for those platforms, they are typically doing something innovative. So it's very likely that follows within the surplus lines or the excess, um, excess part of the market. But even before we get to there like you know, a lot of those companies they're offering what is called assurance with an A what is actually not an insurance product right so if you think about ganturo the main product protection product Turo offers is a damage waiver which is not technically speaking an insurance product it is is a waiver of liability and so they're definitely like you know the marketplaces that we see that the way typically works they have the idea they heard from their customers that there is a pain point and they see that by solving this pain point, they both increase the value of their product and, and and create a new profit center. So they come to us with this idea and then we help based on all the, the templates, based on the structure that we have, you know, help them uh, create something that is you know, both unique and compliant and can achieve their business goals. So one thing that, that has to be really
0: tricky is that the platforms are doing literally thousands of different things right so 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 one mm-hmm. thing is is if, if there were hundreds of of short-term auto rental auto the, the auto platforms that's one thing mm-hmm. you build the product and now you can fit it into all of them but right you you've got one that those motorcycles you've got you've got another one that does outdoors equipment yeah uh, things that that that, that, ha, that have very different needs so so how do you guys handle it when, when a new platform comes around how, how do you p- handle figuring out the insurance that that those users need
1: yes yeah, so no that's that's a, a great point In and, and it's uh we spend a lot of time and energy thinking about exactly those products right we because we're creating uh, now, fundamentally, a horizontal platform, as I mentioned, that can apply to any PNC, and that drives how we structured our code, our APIs, our our app. But you're absolutely right that, especially when it comes to compliance and the writing, um, those things tend to be more specialized. So, now as I mentioned, we have over ten different, let's call it, insurance products that we run for our customers today. But now we tend to focus our kind of time and energy in, in two of them primarily. One is shipping. Uh, so everything relates to sh- like shipping marketplaces or you know, e-commerce. That's kind of the products. And the other one is the ones related to vacation rentals. So uh leasing properties in in, in websites like you know, Airbnb or others for the short term. Those like you know from everything we we work, those are the two that you now we specialize um the most.
0: Okay. So, so shipping, what was it, was shipping already a huge focus before COVID or, or was it more once COVID happened and people are shipping a lot more stuff?
1: I believe it. Yeah, it's a good question. It came during COVID. So shipping was a good example of a segment that grew organically. So because of our backgrounds, like we started uh, investing a lot of our time and energy sharing economy use cases primarily car sharing use cases those those are our kind of early early customers but as we start seeing you know the, the demand coming from many different other use cases um we you know we, we worked with them and we saw that shipping is one that you know god is like especially got, got traction um during covid and i think you know it, it's it's definitely we see now that you know shipping is changing i mean there is some question how things are going to work uh, outside COVID, but we continue to see a very strong demand from like the different you now vertical SaaS platforms marketplaces that are kind of involved in the shipping business.
0: Okay. Okay. So so and it's 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 been it's been a while. You guys are, are a a very early in suretech with uh, about five years of of of, of doing this.
1: So so what what's next? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we uh, we are definitely close to our fifth year uh, anniversary. And if you think about this, like we, we see ourselves as part of you know, the second generation of insured tax, right? You have the first one you know, with Lemonade, with you know, people, those things that came kind of like, those companies that came earlier. And I think we are in the, say the second, wave that is starting to kind of reach maturity like uh, around now. And what is next, like, yeah, continue to grow our our platform, expand to more um, use cases, um, more aggressively, as I mentioned, like we see the demand, one of the beauty of uh, bad insurance that you see the demand in dozens of different areas. And then we want to, as, as I mentioned, eventually be the infrastructure or the operating system that is going to power all those different uh, use cases. So for us, it's, it's really the next few years is a journey of doubling down. Um, we are working on some very innovative like risk transfer mechanisms. And then we will, I would say next year, uh, start like uh, being a bit more, more public uh, around them. But anyway, what is excited is that we believe that embedded insurance is changing the core insurance product. I think most people see embedded insurance as a distribution story, right? Um, that is just like you know the same product now with a new channel, like and a little bit like mobile apps were um, in the first generation of of insure tech. We believe that embedded insurance can change everything, like the roles of like the the company or the distributor, the the carriers, the brokers, like it really kind of change in this new world. And we're excited with, with the innovation that we're bringing to make all of this happen in this new framework.
0: Okay, that I, I definitely look forward to 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 uh, seeing that happen and, and hearing more about it as as time goes on, because it does seem that that out of the people that I've had on the podcast this year, I don't know, maybe a third of them were doing embedded. You've been doing embedded for a long time, uh, but but you're the first one to say embedded is going to change the actual product. So so very much interested in 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 seeing how how that happens uh i i am i am curious uh obviously i come from the insurance side; don't know too much about the other about platforms but yeah. I, I am curious for the for the platforms so insurance is, is something that they're, they're they're kind of they, they have to do that, they, that the users have a pain point right uh Mm-hmm. But is is it something that is revenue neutral for 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 the platform? Is it something that that will cost them money to do, but they're just going to have to do it to keep growing, or is, is it a revenue generator for 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 the platforms, or does it vary?
1: Yeah, they 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 have the flexibility to do all of the above. Uh, one of the beauties of uh, you no know, the way we work is that we give the platform you no know, the, the options. And we've seen, we have like all the three use cases that you mentioned. Like we have companies that decide that insurance is a core profit center. So they run at a very good margin. We have cases where companies just include the insurance as part of the subscription. So everybody kind of gets it. Like, you know, think about a Uber, for example, when you get into Uber ride, you you get insurance. You don't have to think about it. It's going behind the scenes. So in that case, it ended up being a cost for Uber. But they, they, they charge the customer via the the, uh, the fee, right? It's, it's embedded or included uh, on the fee. And we don't, um, like right now, I think there's no right and wrong. I think it depends on what's the type of product the customer had. And even we we've have seen uh, companies in the same space using different strategies. So it really boils down to how, you know, how do they think about their business? How do they think about the different uh, models? What we've seen, though, is that there is a very big trend, and this is like you know, obviously uh, much bigger than than Tint. is It is around the software world in general, which is this this the the trend towards monetizing with fintech services, right? Even beyond insurance. So there are many software companies that are they used to be pure software that are making kind of fintech or insurance monetization a core part of the monetization strategy, particularly in this world where there's a, a, now a, a pressure to to show margins, right? To show good unit economics, not only growth at all costs. So that we we think is very exciting. If you ask me in 10 years, I would say that most tech platforms will be making money with insurance, if not you know, being one of the key drivers of this process.
0: Okay and and ultimately the plat- uh, tint is designed to let let you do it the way you want to do it whatever fits your business model best and whatever fits your the 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 platform the the, the your your customers best and i i i like the the example of 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 uber uh, in the case of uber they like, like they had no option they had they had they had to to offer it but but mm-hmm. uh in other markets you I, I could definitely see. A competitors one choosing to be the more expensive one that 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 has everything included, and the other one being more cost effective, and then you choose when you want to protect it, right? Because it's not required by 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 law like 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 it is for for auto. Yeah, very 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 interesting.
1: And, and, very and interesting. I think shipping is a great example, right? Because in shipping. You have the the requirements, the cargo, the, the the parts that are on the hauler side that you know that will be in place. But then the the, the marketplaces, the platforms, they have the option of all like you know charging the shipper and creating a you know, a better solution that like you know can pay for claims faster, that can be you know cost effective. And we've seen both cases. We've seen some of our customers that charge an add-on fee for that. And we see cases where uh, they just include on the shipment price and say, well, every shipment in my platform is protected by this, this, um, this, this product. So, and, and I think, as you mentioned, like we are designed to let you do both. Like, obviously we don't have infinite choices, right? There are a few components where there are you know, a few choices, but within that we can absolutely be flexible in letting the companies design uh, however, makes sense for them. Awesome. Uh, how long do, do, does,
0: does it take? So, so, so if, if I run a platform and I, and I reach out today saying, and I, I noticed that on the website, you have both the, we're already doing it a little bit, or we're ready to start today. So mm-hmm. if, if we haven't done it at all and we're ready to start today, uh, how long does it take to, 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 have us up and running? Are we talking a matter of a couple of weeks or are we talking a matter of a few months, or is this a beast of a project?
1: No, it's probably a few few months or a couple of months. I would say, depending on the maturity. I think from our from our experience, normally the time it takes depends on the plat. The, uh, how much resources the platform have available. Like if you come to us and say, "Yeah, I already have a product team ready, the engineers ready to get started with integration," it can take as little as two months. Maybe maybe faster depending on, on where you are. Depending if it's a use case that we, we have seen already, it can be longer if it's a completely new one. So for example, we work with one of our customers. They are in the um, they are on the defi uh, decentralized finance space. So basically, they they provide protection against uh, platforms being hacked buy uh, and then some money being lost in the process as you can imagine that is a much more complicated project and that took more than two months for sure but uh, we also seen cases where you know it can be done even in less than two months
0: okay and and not only will, will, will you help us with compliance and the platform uh you'll help us find
1: carrier capacity Find capacity with the technology. So the policy admin, claims management, like all the core systems that you need uh, to run that, um, compliance, you know, making sure that everything is is buttoned up and yeah, and the capacity as well.
0: Okay, awesome. Very, very interesting. Uh, th- thank you so much for your time. Uh, super interesting. Obrigado, prazer em conocer você. And I and, uh, look forward
1: to see you guys continue to grow. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, De uh, It was a pleasure being here. Thank you again for, for the invitation. Awesome. Thank you.